0: This is the Michael K. Show Podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon
1: starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker.
0: Hey Alexa, play 98.7
1: ESPN. All right, today's Robert Sala report is brought to you by Nissan, DraftKings Sportsbook, and MYS SPCA, the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association, and the coach of the Jets, Robert Sala, joins us now as he does every Monday at about this time. Coach, it's Michael and Don. How are you today?
2: I'm good, and yourself?
1: We're doing okay. Coach, I'll start off with this. Uh, Is this a coaching problem or is this a player problem?
2: You know, I think when when things the way the, the way they've gone in three of the last four weeks, I think it's a it's a collective thing. You, there's not one thing you can point to, and uh, it's something that we've all got to work uh, uh, work relentlessly to fix.
1: I would think that you, who you know, obviously a defensive background, a very impressive defensive background. This does not feel good that you've given up more than 45 points in three of the last four games, and the teams are averaging over 43 points over the last four games. W- w- I mean, what are you thinking when you see this happening in front of you?
2: Obviously, it's uh, it's not a good feeling. You know, there's, uh, even yesterday, you know, we were playing some good ball there in the first half. It was 10-3 with about a minute 55 to go, and and then the wheels fell off there between the last drive of the first half and then the third quarter. Um, you know, there's there was a lot of good things happening in the first half or the before the bye week in those first six games. Uh, obviously, finishing off with that uh, uh, Tennessee game, but you know there, there there's a lot of things that that we can point to. There's a lot of things that we see on tape, and there's a lot of things that we've got to attack. And we've got eight phenomenal opportunities to to find a way to get better. And uh, and that right now is the main focus.
0: I I remember hearing from Brian Billick when he took over for the Baltimore Ravens, and he was an offensive genius and had great offensive teams in Minnesota. And obviously, you knew that they won without their offense; it was all defense. And I said, how does that happen? And he said, because when you're a head coach, there's so many fires to put out. You don't have time to focus on one area. So when you take over as a head coach, Robert, is, is that the challenge that you want to fix the defense, but there's so many other things to concentrate in, and it's an adjustment to learn how to kind of spread yourself across all the different areas of the team?
2: Well, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the job. You know, there's, there's a lot more than just uh, sitting on one side of the ball and, uh, and trying to adjust just one thing. There's offense, defense, special teams, there's uh, player performance, there's uh, up the, the business side. There's a lot of different moving parts in this profession um, for the seat than there is to just sit down and just be a glorified coordinator uh, with a head coaching title. So the, the big thing is that, you know, we're, I'm still in there and I still, you know, throw my input around to all three phases and, and I try to help out where I can, but but at the same time, I, you know, this is also a young staff on all on, on all three phases, and and they're trying to hit their stride and they're trying to figure it out, and there's also uh, uh, growth that's happening with them, and uh, and trying to learn players and trying to settle down the trying to trying to settle down this this onslaught that we've had over the last three or four uh, three of the last four weeks, and you know, I I got the utmost confidence in our guys, our coaches, our players, and and we're all going to get this figured out, and me included. So,
1: um. In specific about yesterday's game, and I heard your answer after the game that, you know, we're not a man-to-man team, so it's hard to do that. But, I mean, was there any way to give Guidry help on Stephon Diggs? They just kept going to Diggs and kept exposing Guidry, who's just a second-year player. Was there anything you guys could have done to to help out on Diggs?
2: You know, there, there was a couple of things. One was a zero pressure. We were selling out the farm to try to, um, uh, try to get Josh to get rid of the ball faster than he wanted to uh he throws it up and and I thought Goodry was in good coverage. Uh Diggs Diggs managed to beat him on that play. Um on another one uh Goodry did win on a uh on a, the play before that he won. And then finally on, on a couple over there in the second half, we you know there whether whether it's right or not, you know, we're we're designing some schemes to make sure that we had the safety over there and try to help him out and there were some coverages that we were able to do that and there were some coverages that that couldn't do that. And uh so from a combination of poor communication on our part as coaches and poor execution from a player standpoint, it, it clearly wasn't good enough because he still at racked up yards when the entire idea yesterday was to make sure that he wasn't the guy that beat us.
0: When you consider how young the team is, and by design you either have a rookie quarterback or a quarterback with limited experience in white, your offensive coordinator is is young, are you – a little overwhelmed because of the inexperience. Is there too much inexperience on the staff and team together at the same time?
2: No, you know, in, in 2017, when when we were at San Francisco, it was I was a first-time coordinator. Kyle was a first-time head coach. He had a first-time offensive coordinator. Uh, he had a split pass game coordinator, run game coordinator, and um, and Richard Hightower was a first-time special teams coordinator. Uh, John Lynch was was a first-time G, uh, GM. Uh, so there was a lot of first-time position coaches our uh, D-line was a first-time position coach on offense there's a bunch of first-time position coaches so we were very young then uh, we started 09 uh, uh, traded for Jimmy Garoppolo got hot at the end but the amount of growth that we had as a staff and the connection that we were able to make with our, with our players is what I believe propelled us in that uh, two years later to go to, to get to a Super Bowl so um yeah is it is it uh are we a youthful group out and in, in every aspect of this building absolutely but does that mean that we're not capable of growing that is to me not the case like it's i get it you know it's uh it's discouraging and it and it just looks like we're so far away when you look at some of these scores but uh but i know how quickly it can turn because i've lived it for four on four different occasions and uh and I've been blessed to be to be able to live turnarounds like this. So I, I know we're going to get to where we want to go, and I know it's hard for people to see right now, but uh, in this league, it can happen pretty quick. Jets
1: head coach Robert Sala uh, here on the Michael K. Show, as he is every Monday. Coach, you know, you spoke with the media a little bit earlier, and and you said you hadn't given thought about the quarterback situation. You've got other things on your plate. I found that a little curious. Shouldn't that be one of the first things on your plate?
2: No, that's you know, we we go through the the, the day caught on me pretty quick with regards to being with the defense the entire morning trying to catch up with the offense here this afternoon and uh so i've got a whole day of stuff that i've got to get, then i gotta obviously get the special team so um obviously it's it's in my mind there's some thoughts uh going through right now am i ready to to put my stamp on anything no and that's kind of what the uh what the answer was leading to is that yeah we've We've got some thoughts, but guys, it's way too early and premature to to put our stamp on anything.
1: Well, well, let me throw this your way then. I don't know if you want to comment on it. Under if if Zach Wilson is healthy, under what circumstances would he not start?
2: Well, that that's the big thing, and uh, you know, like I, I know that a lot of people look at the game that Mike had and 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 feel like it was a really bad game. Obviously, it wasn't his best game. He uh four four what he have, four interceptions. Four interceptions, like yeah. Um. You know, but there, there's a there's there's so many moving parts to this, and uh, you know there's there's Zach and making sure he's mentally ready to go, his knee is uh, ready to go. He hasn't really practiced in about a month. He had a little bit of practice time yesterday, uh, last week. So he's there's there's something for him for him to be said to be able to at least get through practice and be able to go through all that. So there's so many moving parts between now and Wednesday to make the best decision for him in this organization because, like I said, yeah, he practiced last week, but it was sparing. Um, He wasn't getting any of the offensive reps because we were trying to get Joel ready as a backup. So there's a lot lot of uh, moving parts. It's not as easy as to say, well, he's healthy, let's put him in.
0: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Are you surprised where you are right now, this deep in the season?
2: Um, no, you know, it's uh the the disappointing part is that, I'd I, you know, in the first, before the bye week felt like there was just one game that kinda got away with it, got, that got away from us and that was the Denver game. Uh felt like we were right there for the Carolina game, needed a stop. Felt like we played well the first New England game, but we had some turnovers. Felt like we were able to play well on defense to keep us in it. Um, Denver game was no good. We beat Tennessee, which is real. Um we go to Atlanta or we um uh, to London and play Atlanta and we're right there. We just need to stop on defense. We're within a score in the fourth quarter so we're battling. Um, come back off the bye, we have our disappointing game. That Those are the games that I just wish we could, you really want to avoid here in this first year or any year, really. Um, and then, obviously, we beat Cincinnati, which is real. And then we just had two back-to-back games where it just wasn't up to uh, – not even close to our standard. And so that part is disappointing. Um, do I think that we can fix it over these next eight games with with an opportunity here to or eight games to – to find a way to get better and improve and and finish on the right foot with it as it pertains to uh, the 2021 season, absolutely, I do think so. Cool. But uh, but at the same time, we got to go do it, Coach. What do you mean when
0: you say it it was real?
2: Well, you know, a lot of people look at you know whether you win or lose. Like I I, I think they they'll say, well, they were sleeping and they're trying to make an excuse. And I'm like, no, th- those were people don't sleep in the NFL. They're they're coming out and they're playing ball and. Like you can't deny that we beat some good football teams, we're in battles with some good football teams and uh and yeah, the last three or four have gotten away from us and and we've gotta weather the storm and get back on track and put together those efforts that we were putting in before the bye week and, and then obviously the one game with Cincinnati and I and I know we're capable of it. I know our guys know that they're capable of it and uh and we just gotta find a way to weather the storm and, and find ways to get better and compete.
1: All right, one final thing. Uh, I know you're busy all day. Um, you're not listening to radio, although you should listen to our show all the time. But you have great people that work there, and I'm sure they've alerted you. Rex Ryan just excoriated you today. He said, why should people compare him to me? He's not me. He's had bad defenses. He's not showing emotion on the field. Uh, he really tore into you like I've never heard a former coach tear into a present coach. Your thoughts on what Rex said?
2: Guys, I, honestly, you know what? I've never met Rex. I've never had a conversation with Rex. I, I, I don't even know him except for people who know him throughout the league. So, obviously, if it's that personal for him, he knows where to find me. So,
1: Were you surprised that he said it?
2: Oh, I'm not surprised by him. He's, he's always got something to say.
1: Coach, we thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Good luck next weekend. All right, guys. All right, thanks a lot. That's today's oh, okay. Robert Sala report. Wow. Brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's an easier choice than ever with their exciting and fuel-efficient lineup. Now get great offers across their full line. Shop at your local Nissan store on NissanUSA.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code GREEN for a special offer when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook and MYS SPCA, the New York Structural Steel Painting Contractors Association, the most highly trained and skilled structural painters in the world we have to talk about how that just ended and we will when we get back pretty uh pretty intense answer in a very calm way if you ask me also when it's game time it's tully time uh, and tell them or do Irish whiskey is best enjoyed with great friends during big games. So for Big Blue's next game, 9870 ESPN is giving away a grand prize night out in New York City with food and beverage. A VIP reservation for five at Blue Haven East on 3rd Avenue for the Monday Night Football matchup, the G-Men versus Tom Brady and the Bucs. Be the first caller right now at 888-9870 ESPN, and you'll be one of ten qualifiers to win a... Fanatics gift card and be in the running to score a night out on us. You'll have one more chance to qualify before we select our grand prize winner later in today's show. It's all from your home for the hookup, 98.7 ESPN. Robert Sala says what he wants to say about Rex Ryan. Rex said what he wanted to say about Sala. We'll get back and break it down. Kay, LaGreca, and you right here on Yes at 98.7 ESPN.